definitely human. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. By living in Fortuna, one can learn skills that will render the most knotty problems simple. Our heroes have navigated the bustling city, learning to tell friend from rival at a glance, and now they can put this expertise to use as they track down the saboteur of their Winterville celebrations. In her enlightened state through a year of flourishing in Fortuna, abstinence can look upon the figures of her childhood anew and realize that none of them are above suspicion, living as they do in the ignorance of feudalism. Marshalling their spiritual resources, our heroes prepare to expose Castle Hasselback's sinister secrets. Faith! Judgment! Pax Fortuna! Fire is kindled with fellowship, part three. I would like to register my grave concerns about your parents. Perhaps you could put it in a letter to them, but at this point in time, I feel we should make our inquiries somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Perhaps we should make for the stables. I fear there are many questions that should be asked of the stable staff. Also, I wish to see Master Hooves. I miss him somewhat. <laughs> Temperance has taken a plate of chicken and gone up to her room, so it is you four okay. now, and you're off to the stables. On the way to the stables, I just want to have a little word with abstinence and tell her, listen, you shouldn't feel pressured to abandon your heritage just because people have, you know, what they think are moral qualms about it. Listen, I'm not sure how I feel about killing people either, but if this is the way your family has always lived, then that's probably the way they're supposed to live. I know, it is a bit of a pickle. Almira's always about, you know, changing things, bringing in new things, getting rid of old things. Old things are good. You should hang on to the old things. But, you know, I've had a really good time in Fortuna meeting the low-life folk. Uh, well, thank you very much. <laughs> not, not you, Sir Victor, you know, not you specifically, but just, you know, getting to mingle with um, the commoners. It's just been so wonderful. And to think that we've been killing them and drinking their blood all this time, I mean, I'm just quite shocked. It does It does seem bad when you put it like that, but that <laughs> over time, it, it just becomes the way things are. Yeah, maybe you're right. Okay, the stables outside has a hut 
next to it. It doesn't take you too long to walk there. And since you know exactly where this is, this is where Herman has lived as long mm. as you've known him. I'm striding on ahead. The hut is quite small. It looks like it would have one bedroom, a, a small living room. Uh, it doesn't need much amenities because he goes to the castle for all his utilities. There's an amber glow from the window and the curtains are not drawn. I think at this point I turn to abstinence and say, uh, Ms. de Montfort, you did not truly know your uh, own background until very recently. No, I did not. Mm. They kept it from me. I fear that the revelations you will learn once we open this door will be equally as shocking. Through the windows you can see Herman is reading a book in an armchair and his daughter Lena is eating some fruit and playing what appears to be some solitaire card game on the table. Go up and knock on the door. You see Herman there says, uh, what, uh, what do I owe this pleasure? I hold up the strands of hay and say, do these look familiar to you, Herman? <laughs> he says, surely that is hay, sir. Exactly. Are you looking for more? We've got plenty. <laughs> we found hay under the kitchen. There was a hidden room, Herman. In that room we did find your hay. Hay from this very stables, no doubt. Unless you can name me another within the vicinity. He says, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, come, Herman. We can talk, can we not, you and I? When we first met, I sensed something about you. I saw it in your eyes. Well, I can't speak to what you saw, sir. How well is your daughter? She's happy, is she, in her life? She's absolutely fine. Where is her mother? Her mother, if you must know died. You have my sympathy. I appreciate this is a difficult line of questioning, but I feel it will be pertinent to us all. Will you tell me how she did meet her end? Well, I don't see what that has to do with any of you. Oh, I think it has a lot to do with us, and to do with what we found in that room. She died of a pox, sir, eight years ago. The pox? The pox. We had only just moved here, and unfortunately, she picked something up in the village. It was, uh, a brutal end <laughs> by my throat. <laughs> <laughs> so you would have no reason to uh, hold any kind of grudge against the family here? Or any sort of principled objection rather than a grudge. We, sh we could add that to the possibilities. He looks towards absence and looks away and says, it's not really for me to judge. I think it's for all of us to judge, surely. I think we can all interpret the ethics of any situation that we please. Well, they are the lords of this manor. I, it, it is not my place to judge. Lena comes up to the door now and says, what's going on? I think we should ask some questions of Lena. I show her the tablet and uh, ask her if she recognises it. Good idea. She blanches a little at the sight of it. You've seen this before? She says, no, it's no. Tell the truth, child. I haven't. She looks up at her dad. What do you know of this tablet, Herman? It has nothing to do with her. You leave her out of this. So you do know. Maybe I do. He invites you in to the hut. As you go to shut the door, a hand slams on it and forces it open. And you see your father, Fortitude, and your mother standing there. Father, what are you doing? He says, so, we have a, a traitor in our midst, do we? You followed us here? You know what this is all about? Well, we can surmise it, can't we, Maureen? She nods in vigorous assent. We're trying to investigate. You guys are so nosy. It's our castle. <laughs> <laughs> We're not nosy. Abstinence. I think I will stand in front of Herman in a protective manner. Herman shouts over your shoulder saying, you stay away, S stay away from my daughter. Fortitude smiles at him and approaches. What's Lena doing? She is cowering behind her. Crouch down and pat her on the head and tell her it's going to be okay. Do 
good way. I feel as they are bearing down upon us that I think my the my best course of action is to unleash my obsidian staff so that I can protect our party. It will okay. act as a as a form of protection as I brandish the obsidian staff in their vampiric faces. Maureen especially is a little taken aback by this. They I'm not quite be. sure what to make get of it. Back. I'm, I still have the knife. I'm mm-hmm. going to sort of get that out and I'm just going to have it ready. Did you have a meat cleaver or? It was, I think it was, yeah, I think it was a meat cleaver. I mean, I'm sensing this escalating quite a lot. I feel like my hands are just up because I don't want this to turn into a fight with my parents. Abstinence, uh, I'll do whatever you tell me to do. Stand beside me, Victor. Do you want me to take out my sword or just put my hand on the handle of it? Yeah, hand on the handle. Hand on the handle, yes. Okay. Just threatening. Uh, Lena, do you want to come play outside? She says, play? We have to run. What are you talking about? Yes, you should probably run. (laughs) (laughs) She grabs hold of you and tries to drag you with her. I've got to stay here, but we'll come and find you. Herman shouts at her, run, run, Lena. Lena, go up to the castle and and hide somewhere. Lena looks between you a little confusedly, a little in doubt, and then makes a decision and runs off very fast out the door. There is Um, no need for this, father. Mother, please. Your father says... This man, who we took into our confidence, we trusted him, and he has betrayed us. You absence. don't know that Learn yet. a lesson about leadership from us here. Those who betray us cannot be allowed to live. And neither can you, sir, says Now Nicholas. steady on. <laughs> Maureen says, Nicholas, what do you mean? I have come here not to marry one of your daughters, but to dispatch you two and thus bring back order and righteousness to the land of Mordheim. Too long you have reigned here as the vampiric foulness that you are, but no more. We are the order here, Nicholas. We thought you were such a good boy. It turns out you are not. Mother, you're so intent on finding us a suitor, it's going to get you killed. She says, we'll get round to you, don't worry, we'll find you someone. (laughs) Just just stay out of this abstinence, this does not concern you anymore. You two should back down. She says, how dare you speak to me like that? I'm not under this roof anymore, you can't tell me what to do. She draws a deeper breath and says, go to your room. (laughs) (laughs) I will not. Then watch as we teach you a lesson, young lady. Please roll initiative. Nine. Five. Five. Sixteen. Almira, mm-hmm. you are standing to... This is not a big hut. Yep. You're in the living room. There's a table here. There's an armchair. There's uh, two chairs at the table itself. There is a basket in the corner that looks like it's full of fruit. There is a hearth which is raging. Herman is in a corner of a room, the back corner, away from the door. With you are Sir Victor, Abstinence, and Nicholas. And trying to move through your space are Fortitude and Maureen. Where is Fortitude looking right now? He's looking at Herman. He's going for Herman. He's okay. um, moving increasingly fast. I'm just going to kind of barrel into his legs because I'm really short. So I feel like that is a move that's worked for me in the past. Just kind of like <laughs> trying to trip him. Um kind of counting on him not really noticing me because I'm so short. Okay, please roll to attack. 11. Okay, you barrel into his legs. He's sturdier than his old age makes him appear. And you are now just kind of hugging and pushing against... You're (laughs) grappling his leg quite ineffectually, I'm afraid. Fortitude himself, he reaches down, grabs you by the scruff of the neck and flings you against the wall with preternatural strength. You take one point of damage. I am shocked that Almira being flung across the room. I, um, 
So, Victor, I think we should get Herman and Lena out of here. Let's help them to the horses. Okay. Things are about to turn ugly. Do we have access to the window? There is a window behind Herman that you could probably reach before Absence's parents do. Herman, open the window. Let's get you to the horses. Let's get you and Lena out of here. He nods vigorously and he turns and starts pawing at the window. He's very panicked, so he is fumbling at it a bit, but he does manage to open it and starts climbing out. Abstinence, what would you like to do? Um, I help Herman out the window and climb out with him. It's trivial to push Herman out. You just put your hand on his backside and push. Okay. And he falls with a thud to the ground <laughs> on the other side to get out of the window yourself quickly. I'm going to need you to make a dexterity check, please. Okay. 14. You clamber through the window very quickly and you land beside Herman. Victor, can you come with me? Yes, of course. And I also climb through the window. Uh, you have a low dexterity score, but please roll a dexterity check to climb a window. Seven. You get halfway through the window before becoming slightly stuck. Some bit of your armor is caught on the frame now. Um, it's one of the leg pieces, so you're kind of half hanging out there. A uh, little help, anybody? Anybody help un unsnag my armor, please? <laughs> Nicholas, what would you like to do? These two vampires are in the room with you now. You've got your obsidian staff out. I will be brandishing my obsidian staff in the face of fortitude to keep him from doing any vampiric mischief. Could you please roll a wisdom check? Which one's those? So you, uh, you roll your d20. And Is then that I'll, this one? Yeah, I'll add your wisdom modifier. Okay. 13. This is why you should take a path of the Order of the Furnace. <laughs> Wisdom like that, you can't go wrong. <laughs> you hold the obsidian staff up to his face and he recoils from it. He says, what is this? This is the staff of obsidian. You will not pass my obsidian staff. He's kind of lashing out his arms at it flailing a bit you 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 interloper you you're letting him get away we thought you would be on our side back fiend of evil you are a vampire and i have pledged my existence to stamping your kind from this earth he retreats further uh maureen with him they're backing out of a door now almira your turn okay um sir victor is still stuck in the window right he is is that correct so I'm just going to go and try to push Sir Victor, I guess. Just get him unstuck. Again, it's trivial to get someone out once they're halfway through. Okay. You just kind of bash against them. So, Almira, you put your shoulder against Sir Victor's arse and he tumbles through the window. You hear a very loud crash and then a very quiet, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to do anything else? I think I'll, I'll just go out the door just to follow Fortitude and... Maureen, I suppose. Nicholas is driving them out of the door. So you're kind of with him now? Yeah, yeah. Like, reluctantly, but yeah. Okay. I do hate vampires, but I, I don't love Nicholas either. But I'm, I'm sure you're probably impressed by his amazing powers. And, yeah, and just actually, his strength. I actually am a little impressed, yeah, yeah. Fortitude, it's his turn now. He takes Maureen by the arm and says, we must leave. This, this foul magic, it, it will undo us. Back to the castle. And they turn and flee from your staff, Nicholas. On the other side of the window, abstinence, you are now in a puddle with Sir Victor and Herman. Mm -hmm. Herman gets to his feet. Herman, we must get you to the horses. You must get out of here. He says, yes, yes, I, I will find Lena and, and we will get to the horses. You, he clasps you by the shoulders and says, you must free the others. What others? Look in the cellar. 
But it's just wine and beer barrels down there. He turns white and says, there is more to it. Go, go and see. Okay. He runs off. Good luck. Give my regards to your daughter. <laughs> Let's go to the castle. To the cellar. Yes. Okay, you know where the cellar is, by the way. It is outside of a castle. There's a big hatch and then you go down and there's a large cellar down there. Almira and Nicholas, you see Absence and Sir Victor run from behind the house, almost past you, but they stop as they see you. And they see Maureen and Fortitude off in the distance now, running towards the castle. They are escaping. We must be after them. Herman told us about a cellar. Cellar? Yes. There's something down there we must see. Surely just wine and beer barrels. <laughs> Apparently there's much, much more. The wine is of a particularly impressive vintage. <laughs> well, of course. <laughs> <laughs> But if we lose them now, we risk them escaping and continuing their pestilence upon the earth. What did Herman say was in the cellar? He just said we had to free the others. Oh, that sounds bad. I think we should go and, and free these others. Yes. I am concerned. I feel maybe I should follow the vampires and end their reign. I don't feel very happy about this. But they've really overstepped the mark this time. So. <laughs> I have stakes and I have holy water. But as you have proven worthy, maybe we shall allow them a little time. I can deal with them after we have rescued these unfortunates in the cellar. You will have my assistance. But Thank once you, we Nicholas. are finished here, I will find your parents and I will not say what I shall do in front of you, for I fear <laughs> that your brows may become knit. <laughs> As you descend the stairs into the cellar, Almira, you're the only person who can actually see very much, but there are uh, candles on a table near the bottom of the stairs, and you can light them very easily with the matches next to them. Ow! I hit my head on a beam. <laughs> As you look around the cellar, you see there are racks of wine on the far wall. The majority of the cellar floor is taken up by kegs. Each keg is in its own kind of metal holster, a frame, really wire frame, raised above the ground. Uh, the bottom of each of them is a tap that would be quite easy to access and put other vessels beneath. At the top of each keg is a lid that looks like it can be screwed down. I think we need to open these kegs. This may seem to be a simple wine cellar full of wine and barrels of beer but I fear it hides a more sinister purpose. Are we in agreement? Yes. 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 Good. I like, finally, that you agree with me, ghost. <laughs> How's that corporeal form working out for you? It's working out very nicely. I was able to hold back the vampiric hordes, and you, what did you do? Oh, I believe you got stuck in a window. <laughs> You're going to have a bruise a on your head where you, where you hit it on that beam, aren't you? That bruise has merely excited my mind and brought things to true clarity. <laughs> that is the way of the corporeal form. <laughs> Unlike you with your armor stuck in a window. <laughs> you couldn't you couldn't take that off and go through it on your own? I now I come to think of it, yes, but I wouldn't have been a whole lot of I just trail off and walk over to the barrels. Okay, uh, each barrel is by itself in a holster. What would you like to do with them? Do you say there's a tap? A tap at the bottom, yes. Yeah. Shall we turn the tap and mm -hmm. see what's inside? Mm -hmm. Let's turn the tap. You turn the tap on this first barrel and you see dripping slowly from it what looks like blood. Mm. Please make a perception check, all of you. Seven. Eleven. Nine. Thirteen. Nicholas, you hear coming from a barrel at the far end 
something that sounds like a moan. Okay, I'm going to walk towards the barrel. We need to get this barrel open. I believe there is somebody inside the barrel. <gasps> Surely not. You oh. hear the moan? Can That's I... not an owl. <laughs> <laughs> Can I try to prise one of the struts off to sort of break the barrel open? Okay, please make a strength check to prise open some of the struts. Six. It's fairly easy when you take your time about it. You manage to slowly prise some of the struts off when you get about halfway done. The wood falls away and you can see the lid has been compressed about halfway down the barrel and there is the broken form of a peasant inside. Quite an uncommon vintage. Wow. <laughs> you hear moans from about half the barrels in there and there are about 20 of these things. What state are the peasants in? This man is emaciated and matted and he's dead. I fear there's nothing that can be done for this one. I think we need to free the other ones from these barrels. Whilst I'm horrified at um, the situation, I am still wiping the saliva away from my mouth because the blood does look so delicious. Do I need my obsidian staff again? <laughs> no, say, no, there's say, no need for that, Nicholas. <laughs> look, Nicholas, you're going to have to trust me on this one. Trust you? You are the spawn of vampires. Why would I trust you? Oh, I thought we had a bit of a rapport going on. I thought we'd turn the corner. <laughs> I thought we finally saw eye to eye. We, we stood shoulder to shoulder. They, Look, the, they, going... Your parents have stored peasants in I... beer barrels no. so that they can drink the blood and I cannot believe of, it either, of sir. the living. I'm as mortified as you, but you're going to have to trust me here. And then I um, I put my hand underneath the tap and then I twist it and then I drink the blood from the palm of my hand. Lick it out and like lick all my fingers like... Mm, it tastes delightful. Oh. Abstinence. Uh, like How you've I've missed been missing it. This. Yes. Uh, rest <laughs> of you see Abstinence's eyes start glowing red a little and you feel a surge of power. Abstinence. Oh, I feel amazing. Um, I will open the barrels and... Help get everybody out. Good plan, abstinence. Licking my hands as I do it the whole time, just, you know, blood splashing about. Yeah, and I help as much as possible. Yeah. I'm really glad I don't have a face, so nobody can see what face I would be making. <laughs> what face would you be making? You don't know that. <laughs> That's secret. <laughs> it's a very, very upset face. Okay. Okay, so uh, of the 20 barrels, nine of the peasants are still alive. The lids haven't been screwed down. They are are clearly starving and very dehydrated, but they look up weakly and thank you. The rest of the peasants have been entirely crushed in their barrels. Pretty gruesome. This is uh, quite The blood shocking. flows out over the floor, uh, carpeting the cellar in red. You see the work of your parents, madam. I know. I mean, you've been drinking from these barrels as long as you know abstinence. Yeah. You just didn't know what was inside. I had no idea. Um, I'm going to have to catch up with them. Your parents can't be allowed to continue doing this. You know that, right? I know. I will make sure that they... I will put an end to this, I promise. And how do you propose to put an end to this? Trust me, I will put an end to it, Nicholas. Trust you? Again, I thought we had a bit of... A, I thought we were standing shoulder to shoulder now. I wasn't sure about you at first either, you know. True. That you stand in this room surrounded by a pool of blood. Delicious. And you are not on your hands so and knees good. like some oh, kind of vampire dog licking from the floor is quite an achievement. Thank but you. But <laughs> your parents cannot be allowed to live. Their unlife must be brought to an end swiftly and cleanly. I have steaks. I have the holy water. My garlic flowers still lie on their table. 
We can end this very quickly and now you can leave this to me. This is my work. And I thank you for the offer, but this is really something that I have to do. You can do this? I can. I will. You will end their reign of terror. I will. You can trust me. Right, guys? I trust you. Thank you, Sir Victor. Almira? I do. I do trust you, Abstinence. Of course, I will. I will also, you know, stay stay around for a, a few a few weeks to make sure that they are actually gone. Trust but verify, of course. <laughs> um, I think it's um, very important. Right. Okay. But I also think that while you are doing that, I think that we should help these peasants because mm-hmm. um, they are they are uh, very much in need of medical attention. I think Abstinence. I know this is for you to do by yourself, but if you want me to come with you. For protection. Thank you, Sir Victor, but this is something I must do alone. I nod and go to help Almira with the peasants. I am standing above ground at this point. From my travelling cloak, I have my obsidian staff and a stake, and I'm looking at the castle with intent in my wise religious eyes. <laughs> Nicholas, I'm going to go find my mother and father. You will need this, and I pass you my stake. Oh you my. must do it clean. <laughs> <laughs> what do I do with this? Stab them with it? Through the heart. Yikes. Thank you very much. Thanks. And I sort of put it in my belt. Then I wish you luck. You're not bad for a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> just no response around you. Just nothing. Absence, you enter the main hall and find your parents there, shaken by Nicholas and his obsidian staff. And seeing you with a stake in your belt, they recoil in fear. They say, abstinence, what are you doing? Mother, father, I found the barrels. I see. Well. How could you do such a thing? It's abhorrent. We are the lords of this land. It is our right. It is not your right. You treat these worse than animals. They live happy lives out in the town, and then we take what is ours. You have to leave. You have to leave now. Nicholas is coming for you. I don't want to have to kill you. Maureen is shocked. She says, my daughter, you wouldn't. I don't want to, but you must leave. Where will we go? What will we do? You must go and never look back. Flee. You'll make it all right. They look at each other and back at you, and they say, and what will you do? Um... (laughs) <laughs> what will become of our castle? I will stay away. I will look after Hasselback Castle. Be back away from you and say, fine. But we will be back one day. You can survive perfectly fine on animal blood. Maureen pulls a face. <laughs> <laughs> we will make our own way then. I'm sorry to leave you like this, my daughter. Goodbye. Goodbye. And they run out the door away from you. As you walk outside... Hasselback Castle, the place where you grew up. You see your new comrades walking up towards you. Hey guys. How did it go? It was hard, but I did what needed to be done. You did the right thing. Thank you. I know what you did. (laughs) And I understand, but I fear your justice is not quite sufficient. I don't know what you're talking about. I give you a knowing look and a hearty smile as I walk towards the stable block. Goodbye, Nicholas. Until we meet again. (laughs) And then I climb on top of Master Hooves, give him a pat on the neck, and uh, we go off on our way. 
to adventure. <laughs> so it looks like Hasselback Castle has fallen to me. To you? Mm. What are you going to do with it? I'm not sure. There are so many opportunities for improvement in Hasselback Castle. I'm sure that you're aware of many of them, but I would be very excited to help you identify them and work on them. I would love that, Almira. Oh, God. I almost wish that we'd never left Fortuna. The promise of Fortuna is to improve the lives of all good citizens by untethering them from heritage and servitude, providing opportunity for all. Abstinence de Montfort came to our noble republic rich in cash, but she left rich in experience, and it is this that has elevated her to command over her childhood home. As she walks through its echoing halls, she remembers that while she may have been heir to Castle Hasselback already, it was only through her bold endeavours that she acquired it, sweeping aside those with less to offer and recruiting able associates to her aid. Almira Q. Appleby, with a natural business mind honed further by clashes in the Fortunian market, will surely raise Castle Hasselback to a position of prominence, a beacon of commercial enterprise in an otherwise dark realm. And if Sir Victor is to restore the jousting, courtly parties and the trappings of aristocracy that he loves to Fortuna, he will have to do it through entrepreneurship rather than prescription. Our heroes gather on the balcony of Abstinence's castle, Almira describing a brilliant future and the amber glow of the town below glinting off Sir Victor's helmet. And the horizon has never seemed so close. You've been listening to The Warmest Fire is Kindled with Fellowship, written by Maximilian John and produced and edited by David Knight, Tom Dalling and Maximilian John, with music by Jonathan Day, starring Charlie May as Abstinence de Montfort, Eleanor Kohler as Almira Q. Appleby, Elizabeth Smith as Sir Victor Bartolemy and Matthew Woodcock as Nicholas Flight. I am Maximilian John, Game Master. You can follow us on Twitter at Visit Fortuna and support the production of this series on Patreon. That's patreon.com forward slash definitely human. Pax Fortuna is a definitely human production. 
for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.